what to do if your career is stuck. Last week, we looked at some telltale signs that your career has stalled and then explored some possible reasons for this. This week, we are going into action mode to dive into 8 steps you can take to get your career unstuck. Hi friends, welcome to yet another episode of the Career GPS, the daily podcast that will provide you with strategies, perspectives and tactics that will move you at least one step forward in your career journey. In this podcast, I try to avoid any fluff, instead we'll get straight to the point and lay out the unfiltered truth about matters relating to work, career, entrepreneurship and life. If you listened to last week's episode, you sort of know if your career is stalled and kind of suspect what is behind it. If you have not listened to that episode, please go back and listen so that it helps to clarify a lot of things. In this episode, which concludes that discussion, we talk about how to validate your suspicions and then take action. For knowing is useless without acting. And if you do not act in spite of knowing, then you're willfully destroying your career. Okay, so there are a few steps that you can take to ascertain if your career is indeed stalled, find out the reason and then take action. What are these steps? Step 1. Make sure you are indeed stalled before making an impulsive move such as confronting your boss or looking for a new job. It is important to calmly assess the situation and figure out what's really going on. Review your company's policies and make sure you're fully informed about promotion policies. There might be several conditions that you still have not met. So just make sure. Okay, you did that and you see nothing. It's all green. You did everything that is needed to you know, get your promotions. Now take stock of the situation and check if your colleagues have got promoted. Are they in the same boat as you or are you the odd one out? If nobody's moving up, then upper management probably has put a hold on promotions for some time. Talk to HR and get clarity about these situations. But if people all around you are getting promoted while you are still in the same position, then it is probable that your growth is being hindered by either due to external factors or internal factors. So we'll probe deeper and that's where step two comes in. Step two, probe deeper to find reasons. Now, first thing that you need to go is to go through your performance reviews with a fine tooth sieve. If your performance reviews provide enough directions on your issues of concern, you know what to focus on. Start focusing and addressing them. Meet your manager with a clear plan of action and get acknowledgement for the next steps if you address these issues. Step 3. If your performance reviews are all fine, then start by listing out all the senior leaders whose approvals you will need to get promoted. On a 1 to 5 scale, write down your rating for the relationship you share with these people. Unless you have more 4s and 5s than 2s and 3s, you know that this is the biggest hurdle to your upward mobility and why your boss is unable to move the needle on your behalf. Get working. Step 4. However, if your reviews are fine and you have a good relationship with other leaders who could influence your candidacy, it is likely that your boss is not putting forward your proposal for promotion or that your boss is a blocker. 
Either case, it is important to set up a meeting with your manager to clarify your suspicions. Preferably set up a meeting in the presence of HR. The conversation should be objective and professional and by the end of the meeting, you should have answers you need. In the presence of an HR professional, your boss is likely to be more candid and make observations that she has not made in the performance reviews. Step 5. If it becomes clear that your supervisor isn't happy with you, but just had not voiced out uh, these concerns earlier, then you should ask for clear targets that you can meet within prescribed times for you to be considered for the next level. You have the right to ask him or her to be more communicative in the future. It is better to get constructive criticism so that you can improve your performance than to be left in the dark. Block time after the suggested time, three months or six months to evaluate your progress and hold your boss accountable. Step six. Okay, the meeting happened and your boss is giving vague reasons or shifting blame to others. Then you should do a 360 degree assessment from colleagues and other leaders on what the potential reasons could be. If you're working hard and doing your best, being proactive in raising your hand for new opportunities and your responsibilities have increased much more since you joined, you're obviously doing the right things. But maybe your colleagues don't think highly of you or your boss thinks that promoting you could cause disruption in the team. Whatever it is, find the underlying cause of the issue. Step 7. Okay, you did all the steps mentioned in step 6 and you have no clue even now. Time for some introspection. Evaluate objectively if any of the external reasons mentioned in part 1 of these podcasts are true. Here's a quick reminder for you. You're in the wrong job. The skills are not good enough for this job. Your function is not important for the organization. Your boss doesn't have influence. Your boss is a blocker. He can't be promoted and hence you cannot do. Evaluate if any of these reasons are true. If they are true, then leaving the job or moving to another department may be the only option. Step 8. Okay. None of the reasons outlined in step 7 are true for you. You are still clueless about why you are stuck. Now this is a good time for you to go to the next level of introspection and evaluate yourself on possible reasons that go beyond performance. This could be seemingly trivial issues such as executive presence or communication skills, most of which are utterly fixable. We call these type of issues pandas. Let's take some examples. Executive presence. This is an ill-defined catch-all for a multitude of issues from the seemingly trivial but career-damaging body odor to deeper challenges such as when someone doesn't carry himself or herself in a way consistent to the company culture. Often executives who fail to appear confident get comments about lackluster executive presence. Communication styles. Complaints about communication styles usually concern how one speaks up or doesn't in various forums. One's communication style shapes first impressions and can have a significant impact on career trajectory. Now these dangerous pandas go unaddressed because most managers do not talk about these as they don't fall under the performance bucket. For a manager, these issues seem so personal and trivial that it is hard for them to raise, raise them directly, especially with a strong performer. It is easier to skirt these issues and let them be as long as they don't hinder performance. 
Now, as a receiver also, we often tend to dismiss these pandas as unimportant, nice-to-haves. You'll say, I should be judged on my performance, not airtime in a meeting. Now, since you have not received any feedback, it is important for you to take charge in such situations and analyze the issues that are holding you back. If one appears in a review, ask clarifying questions and get to the roots and specific of what you're doing wrong and how it is impacting your performance and others' perception of your performance. If you're not getting straight answers, talk to others, talk to your friends, colleagues and get a third opinion. Don't let these dangerous, innocuous pandas destroy your career. So friends, there you have it. Our 8-step framework to get yourself out of a stalled career and make the right moves to get your career on the fast track again. Hope you enjoyed this two-part podcast and found it useful. We'll soon be back with yet another episode of the Career GPS Podcast. Till then, stay safe and keep moving. Bye-bye.